0: What up? Welcome back to the Stellar, Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Glenn Enos, Jr. And Masuza. Hello, children. <laughs> Is that your impression of Mr. Rogers?
1: No. It's just... Is that what he says, though? I don't know. I
0: don't like we'll that.
1: find out when Tom <laughs>
0: Hanks makes the new movie about Mr. Rogers. Oh, wow. Right, That's right. official sponsor plug. Uh, thank <laughs> you for sponsoring us, Mr. Rogers. Tom Hanks makes a second appearance. One says <laughs> David Pumpkin. Any as questions? That's Mr. Rossi,
2: Could you just take a second? I love Tom Hanks. He's a GOAT. He plays, he, is the he plays the lead role in my two favorite movies ever, Forrest Gump and Toy Story. Say, and Saving Private Ryan.
1: That's a great movie, too. That a great it's movie. not as
2: good as Forrest Gump and Toy Story.
1: Green, oh, yeah, it's up there. Green Mile is a good movie. That also has Lieutenant Dan. Naked
2: Mile is a good movie.
1: What? i never heard of it.
2: American Pie and Naked Mile? No. No. They run a naked mile. Not a whole okay. Not that whole
0: American Pie stuff.
2: Really? Especially the song. You kind of look like Jason Biggs. Oh, that's that sort of sucks.
0: <laughs> Don't even get me fucking
2: started on that shit. Doesn't he look like Jason Biggs, kind of? The main character of uh, American <laughs> Pie? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. You can kind of see it.
0: I can see it. I can kind of see it. All right. So what, what are we talking about this podcast? Oh, yeah, football. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah football, that's right. right. This is a football podcast. Week Cinco It's a recap. fantasy
2: football podcast. Yeah. Mm.
0: All right, All so right. Right. Uh, taking a look at... We've gone through five weeks already. Week... Five. This is a week five recap, uh, which we're doing on a Monday. Which yeah,
2: the Monday Night Game hasn't happened yet. Uh, happy Indigenous Peoples Day.
0: What? Yeah, fuck Christopher Columbus one time.
2: Honestly, I'm never oh. going to say Indigenous Peoples Day again because it's Columbus Day. I know it is Columbus Day.
0: Who said that?
2: It, that's what they're trying to call it now.
1: Who's it's, they? The
2: government? No, it's 2018 because C- Christopher Columbus basically enslaved a bunch of people and raped a bunch of people, so we don't want to admire Christopher Columbus. Because he's a piece holiday. of garbage. Yeah.
1: So it should be it should be a indigenous day to honor people? what indigenous people yeah So what like are Native they... Americans
0: okay yeah. it should be a holiday to celebrate Native Americans rather than the Columbus. atrocities that Christopher Columbus committed. but what is the, what are we supposed to celebrate like uh, the discovery quote unquote of I guess, America
2: yeah know. even though he didn't even discover America yeah he didn't know
0: all right what the fuck are we doing is that on the news and stuff? how
2: many indigenous people did okay that's the last this is a week say.
0: five podcast yeah. I, all I know is I have five recap off or. Yeah. Work. Thank you. Um, so yeah, we're we're gonna get down to the nitty gritty.
2: Yeah, you heard us some on uh, some commentary for Thursday night football mm-hmm. where it was the New England Patriots over the Indianapolis Colts, thirty eight to twenty four.
0: And uh, who'd we all pick in that game? We all pick New England. Oh. Yeah, what, is, what a surprise.
1: We were recording during that game, There was a lot of shit talk about Eric Ebron dropping some passes. Meanwhile, number one tight end this week, barring uh, the tonight's game.
0: Yeah. Maybe. I guess uh me and Glenn officially have to uh just gotta accept it, maybe bow the... down
1: and kiss the feet of Eric Ebron. Okay, I wouldn't go that
0: far. Sorry for the background noise here. Nine it's... for a hundred and five and two touchdowns. This guy's acting like he's fucking Rob Gronkowski. He Eric some,
1: Ebron! He had some nice garbage time at the end. Um Colts but... didn't make this a game
0: though. School board? A little bit, a little yeah. bit. yeah. They made I mean, the game. Yeah. They were only down by seven in the fourth quarter. Did you
2: ever feel worried, though, that the Patriots would lose the game? Uh,
0: yeah, because their defense is that bad.
1: Yeah, but the Colts' I mean, offense is even worse.
0: Also, none of the Patriots' wide receivers could catch a fucking ball. So Brady, yeah, Brady kept Brady. throwing picks. Yeah, Brady threw two picks on two, two deflected uh, passes. Deflections. Um, still
2: had, what, 27 fantasy points in our
0: league? 27 and a half. Seven, yeah. James White had a nice day. Great there. Well, not on the ground, but receiving wise, uh, which is more what he's prone to do anyway. He had uh, 10 receptions, 77 uh, yards, and one touchdown.
2: Welcome back, Julian Edelman. Seven catches for 57 yards. It's going to be nice to see how this Patriots offense goes out forward with weapons like Edelman, Gronk, James White, and of course, Kush Gordon. Catches yeah. a bomb touchdown from Tom Brady. Tom Brady's Very 500th exciting stuff.
0: touchdown to yeah. Kush Gordon. Guy's good.
2: Um, I mean, yeah. That, that, honestly, if you're the Patriots, that's, this is why you've got Josh Gordon. To extend this field. Just throw it up to him. Brady was,
0: threw that. I was talking about Tom Brady. Oh,
2: no. I was talking about <laughs> Josh Gordon. <laughs> okay. Tom Brady's not that good. <laughs> but Josh Gordon, that guy. He threw it up to him in double coverage. Came down with a touchdown. I feel like... It's going to be one of the many times we're going to see that this season.
1: My biggest takeaway was Sony Michelle is the lead dog for carries, and that's something great that you want to see on the Pats offense. 18 carries. He had 20 last week, over 20 last week, I think 25. So start him and be confident that he's going to get the workload. Yeah.
2: Let I me mean, look uh – Oh, well, you, you want to go? Uh, no, that's all right. I mean, I'm just saying he's right. Sonny Michelle is the guy you want to have in the Patriots running back. I mean, along with James White as a receiver, too. Both have been very valuable in fantasy. Yeah. But Sonny Michelle solidified himself as the guy who's going to get carries. He's going to get yardage because he averages over five yards a carry. And he even found the end zone in this game, too. Again. So.
0: All right, so looking at Indianapolis' side of the ball, uh, Andrew Luck has a similar day to Brady. Uh, 365 yards. had a garbage time touchdown two interceptions though two fourth quarter TDs
2: yeah Uh, other than other than Eric Ebron um you know nothing you know too special you got Rogers with eight receptions 66 yards um Ryan Grant with six receptions 58 yards yeah he spread it around yeah I mean Eric Ebron right now is the guy you want to have with T.Y. Hilton out um when T.Y. Yeah. out out, you know been the benefactor of a lot of catches, a lot of yards, and touchdowns. Andrew Luck is starting to get back into Andrew Luck form. Granted, it was against the Patriots' defense, but it's his back-to-back weeks now. Andrew Luck's put up good fantasy weeks.
1: And as for the running backs, still murky on the ground, but you want Naeem Hines, who got seven receptions along with 15 carries. Any type of PPR format, you should be okay flexing them Oof. going forward. I don't
0: feel good just about it. Just because of the
1: receptions. Still don't feel good about it.
0: Yeah. I can't really say that I do as well. I mean, um, I guess if you're having a... You're, what? What? Oh, um, it's just I'm sorry. I was, like, about to burp, and I didn't want to burp while I was mid-sentence. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, what I was going to say was, I mean, if you need to take a flyer, like, basically that's the only way that I would start a Indianapolis... Running back, as if an injury or if I have a bio week or something. But yeah. other than that, I say fuck that backfield. Uh, no thanks. Yeah, I'm also. So Patriots over the Colts in this one. Patriots
2: faced Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football next week. It should be a
0: great fantasy game. It's gonna be a good one.
1: Is that Sunday night? Sunday, Sunday night. night.
0: <sighs> yeah. So, uh, oh, as we said hands. as we said earlier, we all took New England, so we all get the dub. Hey. Yay. Next, we have Tennessee and Buffalo, and yeah. that's it. All right. Oh, Next, man. we have Miami yeah. and Cincinnati. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go back. All right.
2: We we basically wondered about this one as far as a fantasy standpoint. We didn't really feel comfortable starting anybody on Tennessee, anybody on Buffalo. Um, and, honestly, there was nothing really special for me. The good thing about this game Shady McCoy gets 24 rushes, yeah. 85 yards, and you know catches two balls for 23 yards as the leading receiver <laughs> for the Bills. I mean, Josh Allen gets a rushing touchdown, but man, this game was just—it was just bad from a fantasy a standpoint. Cesspool. If you owned a kicker of either of these teams, that all right. I know Ryan Suckup may have won, you know, somebody that league this week. Mason, do you want to input about Ryan Suckup? Yeah, I, I hope
0: put- uh, Ryan Suckup. Stubs his toe when he's going up the stairs and it hurts a lot.
2: Yeah, but I mean Mason, come on. You know, it's it's one thing to have Ryan sucker, but I mean your cook you couldn't have done that bad, right? I
0: don't wanna talk about it. Okay, we'll get to that after.
1: Somehow even with McCoy getting 24 carries, Chris I forgot 14. They rushed the ball 38 times with their running backs. I think
0: the Bills have realized that Josh Allen blows, mm-hmm. and they're just like, all right, well, run, game, or bust. Yeah. That's all we're doing Ten now. Ten completions for 82 yards and <laughs> an interception. <coughs> okay, Glenn died. Oh, excuse me. Well, <coughs>
1: that's why I don't drink on the job. Bills, <sighs> such a terrible um, offense, and they won because Tennessee can be worse. If you can believe it.
0: Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, finally I mean, the Titans get I mean, brought back down to earth. They tried to run the ball. The fact that they were 3-1 and one I mean, is a joke. Mm. Yeah, huh? Like, but finally. I mean, I'm just glad that the, like their record is, like their water is seeking level now, finally. Like <laughs> we said, you know, they
2: have a good defense, but their offense is just not there. It sucks, dude. Mariota just, throws 129 yards, one interception, no touchdowns.
1: Uh, it's just... It's kind of embarrassing. Just both these teams are like on the same level to me, where I just hate them both. Yeah.
0: Well, no, see, but the, but the difference is, is like the Titans at least have a good defense. The Bills don't have anything going for them. I think the reason why the Titans only scored twelve points is more of a testament to how bad their offense is. Oh, cool.
2: let's not forget, man. Everyone talks shit about the Bills. They were a playoff team last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I know.
2: Sean McDermott, you know, has those guys playing hard. I mean, Josh wow. Allen, the rookie QB. We saw what they did to Minnesota, even though it was a trap game. We saw <laughs> you know, they they have flashes of greatness, uh, from Buffalo. At home. Let's go Bills Mafia.
0: Alright, All right. so uh Bills get the dub. Who we me pick? And, me and Glenn get the loss. We took Tennessee. Susie gets the dub. Beat the Bills. We pick the Bills. With mm. the Bills. Nice job. Alright. Up next, we have Miami who traveled to Cincinnati in a game of uh, quarterbacks who people think are a lot better than they are.
1: <laughs> I don't think anyone's really over-hyping uh, Tannehill, are they? Uh, I
0: don't know. A lot of people think he's pretty good. Maybe well, some, first couple
1: weeks, yeah. Maybe know. some Dolphin fans. I mean, yeah, he had a couple, three and one. couple of fluky weeks at the beginning. Um, but, yeah.
0: What do we begin? Just want to say... Uh, that's uh, First of all... I'm going to begin with the Bengals. Because I just want to say my, uh, my hot take was wrong. I was a week too late.
1: I mean, he tried, 20 for 30, 248 yards, a touchdown, and one interception. It's Andy Dalton, of course. But I mean, he did what he needed to Sounds do. He, like got, Andy he Andy. got A.J. Green 112 yards on six receptions. Tyler Boyd was a little involved, 4 for 44. Um, Uzama, the tight end, is the one to have in Eifert's absence. Still not the greatest game, but more involved than Tyler Croft. Two for 43. And, and Joe Mixon. Yeah, have welcome a day. Back,
2: welcome back, Joe Mixon. Have yep.
1: a day, Joe Mixon. 22 for 93. Gio is out. Um, he got a reception touchdown. Receiving touchdown. Three for 22 through the air. He had a great day. And the Bengals' D had a great day.
2: Yeah. Bengals' defense scoring two defensive touchdowns. Uh, they could have won somebody else there, you know, Fantasy League 2. Um, yeah. On the Miami side of the ball. <laughs> rough. I mean... Life is rough. I was talking shit about Kenyon Drake. Yeah. and uh, we,
1: we were all talking shit about the offense last week.
2: Yeah. Kenyon Drake, the leading receiver in this game, gets seven receptions, 69 yards, and a touchdown. Only rushes the ball six times, though. Although it's for 46 yards, Frank Gore doubling Drake's carries, 12-6, to six, and hmm. gets 63 yards, which still isn't bad for 12 rushes. So,
0: do you guys think that I'm noticing kind of a similarity here between the Dolphins' backfield and... Kind of the, the uh, wow. Okay, good. I just completely lost my train of thought. Uh, Colts. No. Someone else go. <laughs> You're tar- you trying to talk about the Bills back? Oh um, no! I completely forgot. Uh, Frank Gore. When well, you remember, you tell us, Mason. I will. I'll. If tell I'm you. If I'm
1: a Kenyon Drake owner, yeah, I'm happy this week, but I'd try to trade his ass because he uh, majority of the time lets you down. And Frank Gore, looking like there, he's running back to trust for Miami. I don't know. That's something to monitor if you have any stock. In uh, the Dolphins' running game. All right. Yeah.
0: So what I wanted to say was, without making any comparison, I just think uh, Miami definitely, looking at their their options on wide receiver, ob- it's obvious at this point that Devontae Parker is not going to be what a lot of people projected him as being. We're, of the we're talking about Devontae Parker right now. Well, no, no, I'm just t- I'm talking about their wide receiving core in general. Yeah, he, he's not playing. It's here. obvious. Oh, he, he got hurt again. Okay. Yeah, he was out. Well, regardless, their wide receiving core isn't good. So I feel like nope. their offense Jeez. is going to run through Frank Gore and Kenyon Drake for the yeah. most part. Because yeah. Kenny Stills, we know, is a boomer bust player. I mean, they're not utilizing Amendola at all. Um, the only other person is Albert Wilson. But, I mean, like, once again, he, I feel like he's a similar player yeah. to Kenny Stills. It's he's boomer bust. So, I mean, you got to go with more consistent options here, and I guess that starts with a run game. Um, so, I yeah, mean... Here's a question. Through five weeks of football, do you trust anybody on Miami's offense? To
1: no, start? absolutely not. I mean, if, no. I mean, if anyone would be Kenyon Drake, but even that's risky. Um, like you said, they might have to go through Drake and Gore, but so there is somewhat volume to fall back on for Drake, but... We've seen it before, and the Miami Dolphins aren't high-powered enough to, to
0: really get yeah. the running backs to I this would, point. I would tend to agree with you, though, Susan. If you have Drake and you can flip him for somebody else who you know is more consistent, yeah, do it. Because, I mean, it would be like one of those things where, like, you get a guy who has a higher floor than Kenyon Drake does. Mm. But, I mean, because at this point in time, I just, like... Their offense is too inconsistent. They're trick-or-treat. It's either... They're, they're either really good... What? Or they fucking suck. Why is that so funny? I've
1: never heard anything described as trick-or-treat. What do you mean? <laughs> trick-or-treat. They're, they're trick-or-treat. I've never heard...
0: Oh, my dad's calling me. Scotty B,
1: what's up? You need you take a minute? Uh, Answer. Okay.
0: Hello. What... Okay, well, I'm recording the podcast, so uh, can you do it for me? <laughs> shit. Alright. Bye. You gotta get groceries? No, I gotta move my car. No, go move your car. No, that's fine. What do you mean, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, it's just my Someone else can move it. Someone else <laughs> can. Let's do fucking it. do this. Yeah, trick-or-treat is an adjective. Guys, like what? <laughs> <I've never laughs> this podcast has gotten off the rails so it's bad the past two episodes. Holy shit. All right. So, all right uh, so the
1: Dolphins are trick or treat. Yeah,
0: yeah. done with this game. Yeah, <laughs> Cincinnati won. Uh, we all picked Jesus Cincinnati. Christ. <laughs>
1: it's Halloween. It's October. Right? All right. All right. Another
0: game that was very um, awful to watch. Just Man. disappointing on the fantasy side. Baltimore versus Cleveland. Yeah. I feel like a lot of games are
2: disappointing this week. Oh uh, no, not a few. No, own James Conner and Odell Beckham Jr. and Zach Ertz and everybody else who went off against me this week. It was a pretty good week. Don't think about Big Ben. Yeah, he had a good week, too. Yeah, he did. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Ravens and Browns. Uh, Joe Flacco goes 29 of 56. Wow. 298 yards, but no touchdowns and one interception. Completes passes to 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10,
1: 11 different receivers. Wow, including three, four tight ends. Yeah, I didn't even know you could carry that, man. I was just going to say, four fucking tight ends.
2: But, uh, (laughs) but... But, um, yeah, uh, the Browns get a win. Um, Alex Collins and Buck the Allen, Browns. kind of a disappointing week on um, the Ravens side. You know, they've, they've been steady
1: through four weeks, but this week, you know, yeah. Browns locked them up. That's what happens with the Ravens sometimes. Their offense is not as prolific as no. they can sometimes appear to be. And yeah. with the running game, sometimes you'll have weeks like this.
2: Yeah, I mean, when Flacco's throwing the ball 56 times, there's only 20 rushes split between Alex Collins and Buck Allen. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? Um, on the Cleveland side of the ball, Baker Mayfield, 342 yards, a touchdown, an interception. Uh, throws a touchdown pass to Rashard Higgins. Hello. He has three catches, 66 yards, and a touchdown. Hi, how are you? David Njoku finally has, you know, a decent tight end week for fantasy. Yep. What we kind of expected being the leading receiver, six receptions, 69 yards. Jarvis Landry, only five receptions for 69 yards, eight. Hey. And... um other than that, Carlos right. Hyde gets 17 rushes, 63 yards, but he doesn't find the end zone for the first time this year.
1: Yeah, Carlos Hyde still. I'm,
2: yeah, you're still going to roll with Carlos he, he
1: had a couple of receptions. You want to see right. that? That's whoa. enough of this game. Whoa, whoa. whoa. All right, can we just talk about how the Browns almost tied again? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They did almost tie Scoring again. Scoring with two seconds left in overtime, a game go-ahead field goal, well, the game-winning field goal. I was crossing my fingers. I didn't yeah, miss. I was, I, was, I, was, I was praying for the Browns. Because if they
2: have, if they tied again,
1: I was hoping they would tie. I didn't what? want them to tie. It's awful. Just because I sympathize with. I want to watch
2: Ravens. the walls burn. Oh, Come on. But right. Yeah, Browns over the uh, Ravens in this one.
0: Big one for, for the, the Browns. For the Twelve to nine. We, we get the time. loss because we all took the Ravens. Oh Jesus! So that was Next up, who did we all take in Dolphins and Bengals? We didn't finish that. Man, hey, we did. I said it. We all took Cincinnati. Oh, we did. Yeah, I, I was listening. on Cincinnati. Oh, what else is new? Yeah. All right. Next up, Green Bay visited Detroit. And, uh, wasn't much going for, uh, actually, wasn't much going for Green Bay in the first half. Yep. But Cobb. then the second half happened.
1: Geronimo Allison and Riddle Cobb did not play, but Devontae Adams did. Yep. What a game he had. Nine for 140 and a score.
2: And then, uh, Valdez Skintling. Am I saying that right? I believe yep. so. Valdez. Stepping yeah. in for the injured Cobb and Geronimo this. Allison with seven receptions, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Let, let me tell you this. The score of this game and the box score from Aaron Rodgers, I'll tell you, it wasn't this close. It wasn't really. You didn't, never felt like, you know, the Packers had a chance of this game. Because the Lions were whooping that ass in the first half. Aaron Rodgers had two points going into the second half. Yeah, what was the score
0: going into the halftime? It was 20 three, right?
2: Uh, no, I think it was 21-0. Yeah. 21-0. The Packers didn't score until the third yeah, because Mason Crosby didn't hit a field goal. Oh, oh true.
0: Yeah, fuck you, Mason Crosby. Yeah, oh, that? now is my chance oh, to talk shit. about this. Mason Crosby should be banned from a fucking National Football League field. He should not be allowed to step foot within 60 fucking yards of any fucking uprights ever again. What? You fucking bum. What? He missed four goddamn field goals yesterday. No, he didn't. Four! Four!
2: You're telling me. Yeah, I'm telling you. A professional kicker, Mason Crosby, one of the best in the league. Yep. Missed four field goals yesterday.
1: And an extra point.
2: No. Yep. No, I don't believe you. Yep. Yep. I do not believe you.
0: I still would have lost my game yesterday, but fuck you, Mason Crosby. I hope your ass gets fucking cut. But the Packers wouldn't have lost. They only lost by eight points. When they lost I'm still,
1: I'm still trying to comprehend 13, this. I
0: could have went out there and fucking hit those chip shots. He missed a 21-yard field goal. How do you fucking wait. miss that?
1: Clems can't believe what's happening. Wait, wait a minute.
2: My mind is fucking blown right now. You're telling me Mason Crosby missed not one, not two, not three, not three,
0: not four. Not
2: four? I mean, I mean
0: four. Well, actually, he got the extra point. Technically not four. He missed five kick attempts. Five Five. kick attempts. Oh my god. Only one of them was a long, like over fifty yards. Oh my god. That's insane. Yeah, the Packers lost because of that. That's uh that's Mason Crosby should be fucking uh bound and quartered. Fucking dragged through the streets of Green Bay.
2: (laughs) I mean that's just Mm -hmm. bad, Mason.
0: Yeah, I know. I know (laughs) Well, you got
2: the same name as him, too.
0: Yeah, he doesn't deserve to have my name, fucking bum. Aaron Rodgers
1: put up a great day with over 400 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Um, yeah. Aaron Jones splitting carries with Jamal Williams. They both kind of. All right. You know didn't one thing
2: do much. about Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones obviously is the best back on this team. He only has seven rushes for 40 yards, which is good. Aaron Jones didn't have a carry in the second half of this football game. Jamal Williams was out there mostly because they were on passing downs whatever. Yeah. So on passing downs, what you're going to see is Jamal Williams, Ty Montgomery. When they're going to run the ball, you'll see Aaron Jones out there. Even on a first and goal play, when the Packers needed to score late in the game, Aaron Jones was out there for play-action run, led to a touchdown pass. I mean, obviously the game script, Packers had to come back so they didn't run the ball a lot. Aaron Rodgers with 52 attempts, only gave you know Jones, Williams, Montgomery less than 20 carries. Um. So, but I mean, Aaron Jones is the guy you want to own in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, um, I'd say so.
1: The only thing is that Jamal's is such a better pass blo- pass blocker, <laughs> pass catcher. protector. Yeah. So he'll be out there a lot too. So exactly. It's tough. So it's tough. It's tough.
2: It's tough. It depends. You know what the Packers do. I feel like if the Packers are in control of a the game, they'll run it more with Aaron Jones. If they're not and they have to come from behind, like they did this Sunday, you'll see more Jamal
0: Williams. Seems like a theme in this podcast so far. But Backfields are a clusterfuck so
2: oh yeah. far. It's just the it, NFL. That's just the way the NFL is nowadays. You know, We it see really multi-head backs. It's tough to see that one back who just takes the role, like a Todd Gurley, a Zeke, uh, um, a Bell. David Johnson. Bell's not playing. Well, you mean me. James Conner.
0: Yeah, but Lev Bell would be doing it if he's playing. But he's playing. not. Okay. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Well, I, even yeah, Melvin Gordon still has Austin
2: Eckler.
1: Melvin Gordon is the, the lead back. <laughs>
2: But I'm I'm, but I'm saying, like, Eckler's out there on, on, you know, a good amount of snaps throughout the game. Yeah. not I wouldn't say Melvin Gordon's share is the same as, you know, someone like Zeke or Gurley.
0: But, uh, all right, that's enough about Green Bay. Let's yeah. look to Detroit where... Uh, Another two-headed monster. Yeah, I mean... Listen, Unfortunately. Like...
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're on Johnson, it's just frustrating. 12 rushes, 70 yards, but LeGarrette one Vulture's two touchdowns. Um...
0: Blunt also gets 12 rushes, but only gets 22 yards. Which is Lagarre Blunt, in a nutshell. If you need a, need someone to fall into the end zone for a touchdown, Lagarre Blunt is your man. Yeah. They both had 12 carries, which is frustrating because Blunt, 12
1: for 22, Johnson, 12 for 70. Now, I mean, Blunt is used at the goal line, so obviously his yardage won't be that great. But the fact that he's just being used so much is really frustrating for. Carry on Johnson personally, I imagine, and Carry on Johnson owners. So you got to stick with him because he's getting the production.
2: Yeah, it's just tough and frustrating. Blunt Matt, needs to go down. Matt Stafford didn't really have to do much this game as the Lions got out to an early lead. Um, only yeah. 14 to 26, less than 200 yards, but two touchdowns. One of them to being Kenny Galladay. Mm. I'm going to say it. He's the number one receiver in this Lions offense. Whoa. I'm going to say it. He is, I'm going to say he's the most talented receiver. He has all the tools to be that number one guy, kind of like a Calvin Johnson was for Matt Stafford. Um, Golden Tate, obviously, is going to get your production. There's going to be a week where he's not as hot as you know other weeks, like he was this week. Only five receptions, 42 yards. Marvin Jones remains touchdown dependent, catching one ball for eight yards and a touchdown. <laughs> Boo. But, yeah, Kenny Galladay is the wide receiver that I want to start in this uh, Lions offense, also with Golden Tate. Huh. But I'm going to reel it in a little bit on Marvin Jones. Unless Marvin Jones yeah. is catching touchdowns, I don't see the production being there with Galladay and Tate doing what they do.
0: I agree with that. Nope.
2: Lions winning this one 31 to 23. Who'd we pick, Mason? We all picked the Lions. All picked the nice. Lions. Yeah, Lions, into this game. Uh, big game for the Lions, divisional <laughs> game. And uh, it's getting tight. It's getting tight in that NFC North.
0: It mm. really is. Mm. All right, up next Jacksonville traveled to Kansas City. In a game that was supposed to be a downpour, but uh, cleared up after the first series. High-powered offense against a high-powered defense. And the offense won.
1: Offense won.
2: Offense 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 has been winning in those matchups lately, as I've heard yesterday. In the last six of seven games, the team with the best offense in the league has won over the team with the best defense in the league.
1: Hmm. And they say defense wins championships.
2: This is probably all regular season games. (laughs) 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 But the Chiefs, um, 30-14 in this one. Patty Mahomes um, doing his thing, 22 of 38, 313 yards. Throws two interceptions his first two of the year. He looked human in this game. I mean, he doesn't throw a passing touchdown, but he still gets into the end zone with his legs, which is good. Um, But Patty Mahomes, like I said, he took the pressure in a a very crappy, rainy day in Arrowhead Field against the number one defense. Pat Mahomes still looks good. Yeah, if he can get you over 15 points against this defense, uh-huh. there isn't a defense that you feel afraid starting Pat Mahomes. Yeah, against.
0: I think uh, it's safe to say that I think Pat Mahomes is getting into matchup-proof territory. Yeah,
2: he is. With with this weapons as, that he has as a receiver, the running game, Kareem Hunt still doing what he does. 22 rushes, 87 yards and a touchdown. Um, Sammy Watkins, 6 receptions, 78 yards. Kelsey, 5 receptions, 100 yards. Tyree Kill, 4 receptions, 61 yards. Too many bodies to cover on this Chiefs offense, and um, it showed. And the Chiefs, actually defense, stepped up in this one. Uh, very surprising. Yep. Blake Bortles throws 430 yards on 61 attempts, completes Damn. 33 balls, only one touchdown, however, even though he gets a rushing touchdown, but he throws four interceptions. Oh. TJ Yeldon, the benefactor in the receiving game, eight receptions, 69 yards, and a touchdown. Russes the ball 10 times, 53 yards. When Leonard Fournette's out, TJ Yeldon, he's the man. Yeah, man. In the receiving game (laughs) and in the rushing game, uh, nobody's challenging him. Jaguars receivers, I mean, Keelan Cole gets four receptions, 70 yards. It's not bad. Moncrief, six receptions, 76 yards. D.D. Westbrook, three receptions, 55 yards. When Blake Bortles has to throw... 61 times and throws for 430 yards, the wide receivers aren't going to benefit. It's just a matter whether they get in the end zone or not. But the yards are there. Um,
0: so, yeah, Chiefs at home. Who do we pick? We pick the Chiefs, Glenn. Everyone picked the Chiefs? Nope. Sousa picked mm. Jacksonville. Oh. So, Sousa takes the loss. Top you and me get and the now. win. That's your next first up, mistake. Next up, we got Denver, who traveled to New York. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, man. how about
1: those Jets, dude? How about them?
2: Yeah, I mean, just when, you know, I started to get off the Sam Darnold hype train. He goes out there and proves me wrong.
1: You found Robbie Anderson?
2: Yeah. Twice. About time. I was worried about Robbie Anderson, and I kind of still worry still he only caught yeah. the ball three times, but he has that big playability. You know, he had three catches, for 123 yards, and two touchdowns. And uh, if Donald could connect in his throws against a defense like the Broncos, who, you know, is pretty good. Uh, This was a big game for the Jets at home.
1: Holy shit.
2: Are you looking at Isaiah Crowell's stat
1: line? I'm just looking at the fact that Powell also rushed 20 times, so 35 times total. I didn't realize how involved Powell was with Crowell's big day. Yeah. But yeah,
2: Crowell fits 219 Cro- yards. Yeah, he needed some fucking water after all these yards he was gaining. So Kyle <laughs> well. had Holy to get some shit. rushes.
0: Yeah.
1: If you if you started Crowell, you were probably feeling shitty to begin with, but man, now you're feeling like a king because you probably wonder you're weak. Um Is Isaiah Crowell good? No. Yeah. Well
0: no. <laughs> He's all right. That all was right. a definitive no, Susan. Right. Is, is Isaiah
1: Crowell good? No, I was trying to more. I was mostly trying to pour some water on him, cold water. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna
2: say Isaiah Corwell is average. I'm gonna like, say i to have a
1: problem flexing him. You know,
2: he's the running back version mm-hmm. of Amari Cooper. Is
0: that accurate? Uh, yeah, that's a good comparison. That's that's fair. Which, fair. by the way, we have uh, we got something on him later on. <laughs> yeah, but right um, now it's talking about. Uh, uh, Isaiah Coel. That's what they call a tease in the industry.
1: Yeah, I mean, I got his stats here. Uh, Weeks that he scored a touchdown, he did pretty well. Because uh, week one, he had 102 yards, two touchdowns. Week two, 12 for 35, that's it. Ugh. Week three, 16 for 34, but two touchdowns. Hey. Week four, four for zero. Oh. <laughs> week five, of course, 15 for 219 and hey. a score. Week What's six? next week? <laughs> Don't fucking know. <laughs> All right, write this one down. 10 for 34. 10 for 34? 10 for 38, and no touchdowns.
2: This is his bold prediction on Isaiah Crowell next week?
1: Yeah, not a hot take, but.
2: Just a bold prediction.
1: Yeah, because I, I did this on Cooper last week, and we'll see. Uh, we'll get to that.
2: Look who finds the end zone this week. Who? who? T- Terrell Pryor. Who?
0: One reception, 20 yards, and a touchdown. I thought he retired. I thought he Terrell retired. Terrell retarded. Whoa.
2: You can't say that.
0: This is 2018. You can't fucking say that. It's the R word, dog. This is our podcast. We can do whatever we want.
2: Oh, you're right. I don't know. It's a bad look on indigenous People's then.
0: Yeah, honestly, dude. What the fuck?
2: Broncos side of the ball. Um, <sighs> yeah. Philip Lindsay and Freeman really couldn't get the running game going because you the know, Broncos were behind in this lot. When Case Keenum yeah. has to throw 51 times, you're not going to get a lot from the running backs. When
0: Case Keenum has to throw 51 times, you ain't winning the game. When Case Keenum throws 51 times, people who claim to be soft as baby shit
2: end up scoring touchdowns.
1: Yeah, Demaryius Thomas five for 105 on a touchdown. Glenn, why do you think this was the week he decided to go off? Mm.
2: You know, the thing is. I don't want to talk about it. I I, I consider Demaryius Thomas a good wide receiver in
0: the NFL. Trash.
1: Like, remember last week? I said he was ranked in the 50s. Yeah, but I mean... He hasn't been
0: having a good year no. this week, this year. Yeah, of but, course, he's ranked in the 50s, but he has to get 19 when he plays me, dude. See,
2: that's the thing. That's it, right there. Whenever you know someone's down, you, you count them out, just wait. Wait until they face Mason. They'll get back up. They'll have a good day, and they'll get
1: back up. Yeah, that's true. What a game for Emanuel, Thomas.
2: Emmanuel Sanders as well. Nine receptions, yep. 72 yards. That's so two, two guys you want to start. Um, running game, it'll be there. Just wasn't there today.
1: You know, Um, just when Freeman was looking to to be up and up with the coach saying they want to get him some more carries, Um, he has five carries, and Lindsey has 12. The thing
2: is, though, I feel it's more game script than anything. Like, Freeman gets five carries, but he gets 31 yards. That's over six yards a carry.
1: Yeah, but at the end of the day, he's not getting the carries.
2: Yeah, but I'm saying they were down this whole game. So, yeah, Lindsey got 12 yeah. carries. I don't think you Why can. not Freeman get because those? Because I think Lindsay's in there, you know, for the, the passing downs and whatever, Try to switch it up, like to run the ball. I don't think out you can there. really
0: go by the stat line for this game. Because no. they were down big pretty uh, early. I, I still
2: feel comfortable starting Lindsey and Freeman going forward. Um, but when you're down to the Jets, that's just it. Like I said, Lindsay is the better cast, pass catching back, as he shows with three receptions. So, when the game script is that you have to pass, they're going to have Lindsay in there more. If they want to run more times, it's only... Freeman had three receptions, too. Seven more rushes, but...
1: It's tough, because they are both pass catchers, and they're both being used, and it's like, you wish they'd choose one, but it's 2018, you can't do that. Nope. Um, Jets over the Broncos in this one. I don't think I called for that, No, I think we all picked the Broncos. Uh, yeah, we all picked the Broncos. I'm done with Case Keenum. You're done with him? I'm just done. I can't rely on him anymore. Yeah. Yeah, remember when Zach said he was good?
0: I mean, we had a good fantasy day at least. Yeah. All right. So, next up. We all picked the Broncos? Yeah, we all picked the Broncos. Wow. So, next up, we got the Falcons. Fuck the Falcons. Yeah. And the Steelers. Yeah, Just this when Matt f- Ryan gives you hope. Just when I was calling him an MVP last week. I mean, he goes out and I has him. a wet fart like this game. Wait, what the hell? had was in there for seven passes. Yeah, nice they Schaub. actually benched Matt Ryan Well, because the game's fucking oh, forty-one oh, they, to seventeen <laughs> on the last drive. Well, maybe it would have been like that if Matt Ryan wasn't such a fucking piece of garbage. Yeah, what
1: happened up for Atlanta? It's supposed to be points all in the sky from both teams.
0: Ooh, dude, it's gonna be a fucking shootout, dude. Yeah. Well, uh the one the one Steelers the- Steelers brought their guns and yeah, the yeah. Falcons brought their fists. The so only one who benefited from it
2: benefited from it was Austin Hooper, and you know why? He's playing Mason. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. I mean, nine receptions, 77 yards for Shit. Austin Hooper. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Muhammad Sanu catches four balls, 73 yards of touchdown. Yeah, Julio so Jones, five receptions, 62 yards, no touchdown. I mean, I didn't see that coming. And then yeah. Calvin Ridley comes back to earth. Four receptions, 38 yards, no touchdown. The leading, uh, league leading touchdown receiver, Calvin Ridley, doesn't find the end zone.
0: Guys, I'll be honest, going That's through these happens. games is making me relive what happened to me yesterday, and I'm not enjoying it. It's like yeah. PTSD. No, you know? but don't worry,
2: though, because, I mean, if you look on the Pittsburgh side of the ball, they had a day. Big Ben at home is good. 250 yards, three touchdowns, one oh awful interception. 19 completions? I have hmm. no idea. He only had 19 completions, seriously, because James Conner, they, oh. they had no answer for him. That's right. 21 rushes, 110 yards, two touchdowns and then just cap it all off four receptions for 75 yards
1: that's Le'Veon Bell type of game
2: yeah and the thing was you know James Conner was on the regression going into this game he was you know major and, decline. yep and yet he comes back has his best game of the year as soon as we get news that Le'Veon Bell might come back James Conner says no you don't <laughs> he's like oh shit I'm here and I'm here to stay Antonio Brown the Wi-Fi is working. The connection is working with Big Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Six receptions, yeah. 120, uh, 101 yards, two TDs. Juju Smith-Schuster also fine in the end zone. Brown, Smith-Schuster, um, James Conner.
0: Mance well, McDonald comes back to earth. Only, only guys wrong? you
2: trust because obviously you can't trust the tight end. Three different tight ends catch balls. James, Jesse James catches two. Vance McDonald only one catch. And fucking Chris Grimble. Chris, Chris Grimble, I don't know. It sounds like Chris Kringle, so I call him Chris Grimble. I think it's
1: X Xavier Grimble.
2: I don't give a fuck what his name is, but all I know is he's stealing catches from Vance McDonald. So, yeah. The only guys you can
1: trust, really Antonio Brown, Juju, James Conner going forward. Can we quickly talk about the run game for the Falcons? Um, how what? Freeman, eight carries, Coleman, seven carries. Bad. Can you yeah, trust is, Freeman? Is it,
2: no. If it, oh, listen. Is it, if it wasn't bad enough with Devonta Freeman, he's back. He's healthy. He's playing. No. Obviously the game script didn't go this way Freeman only sure. getting 8 rushes Coleman getting 7-15 But now There's a, a three headed monster It's Ito. <laughs> Feed, Feed Ito. Ito Gets the touchdown and right. I'll tell you one thing Devontae Freeman owners Tevin Coleman owners Are cussing the name of Ito Smith I'll tell you what touchdown. I don't
0: care about Ito Smith now Because Tevin Coleman's on my bench So Ito Smith Cheeto Smith I don't give a fuck Cheeto Smith Alright question before we move on,
1: what is the end-of-season rank for Devonta Freeman? Is running back two, running back three, low two, high three.
0: I What's your outlook on this guy? Because
1: people are still looking at him as like a potential one. He'll probably be an RB two. I don't think so. I think he's going to be
2: lucky to be an RB three.
1: Lucky to be a three.
2: Yeah, I mean, considering the time that he's missed and you know, the well, games he's coming true, back yeah. now.
1: Like, even yeah. if he's healthy the rest of the season?
2: Yeah, he still won't be an RB1. I'd say okay. a
0: very low RB2, though, not like a high-tier high, high tier RB2. RB3. RB3 flex. I'd say, yeah, RB2, borderline, borderline RB3.
2: Yeah,
0: I just don't see it because, one,
2: Hopkins offense, I mean, when they are rolling, they don't run the ball because it's Matt Ryan who's just, you know, tossing the ball and he's having great games. And then when they can't get anything rolling, they can't run the ball. <laughs> yeah. So it's just bad. And then when they do run the ball, the goal line... It's Edo Smith. Feed Edo. Feed Edo. Feed Edo. So Edo. I really don't know. I, it's frustrating yeah. for Freeman owners, for Coleman owners, for just the Falcons' offense in general. For Falcons and Julio fans. Jones, man, I don't, this guy, uh, no. he needs a touchdown. Somebody give this man a touchdown. It's like he's in a
0: black hole. Maybe he knows where your balls are, Souza. Maybe. Yeah, he had three last year and
1: zero this year. That's three awesome. balls? Not looking good. Three touchdowns. Three oh, touchdowns.
0: Okay. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Well, I, honestly, they're more rare than te- floating testicles in a black hole at this point. All right, let's move on here. All right, wait, wait, wait. Uh, We all took, no, you guys took Pittsburgh, I took Atlanta. Stupid me. Why would I do that? Yeah. Dumb. That was dumb. All right, next game is the Giants at the Carolina Panthers. That was a close one. This game honestly
2: was uh, good. No, it was bad. It seemed like neither team wanted to win this game. Somehow they put up 30 <laughs> points. Like, 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 yeah. like and they didn't want to. No, but like like the thing was like the Giants would have a chance to score, go ahead, they turn the ball over. Carolina would have a chance to score, you know, extendedly, the they turn the ball over. Giants get the ball back, turn the ball over. Carolina gets the ball back, turn it over. There's <laughs> there's a few big plays which you know really lets a good fantasy out uh, fantasy days from Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. finally gets into the end zone. Yeah. Week 5, uh, gets a beautiful receiving touchdown, and he throws for a touchdown to Saquon 57 Barkley.
1: 57 yards.
2: Um, on a very trick play, and Odell Beckham Jr. might be the best quarterback this team has because <laughs> Eli Manning, um, Shit. 326 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, it's just bad. Pa- uh, Panthers win this game on a deep f- uh, field goal, 63 yards to win it. From Graham Gano, Carolina yeah. side of the ball. Again. 63 yards. Yeah, deep's understand. Graham
0: Gano hit a 63-yard field goal, and Mason Crosby couldn't hit a fucking 25-yarder.
2: Yeah, but the thing was,
0: Graham, uh, and,
2: Mason Crosby and, was in a dome.
0: And Exactly. And Mason Crosby in a fucking dome. Sorry. Yeah, what a, what a thing to a game that was. How dare win. you. He didn't have the win. He didn't have the See, win. See, Graham Gano
2: had the win, which all the, you know, hit that 63-yard field goal. Win was blowing his way. Yeah, you can't bring. It's the win. Crosby That's why Mason that.
0: Crosby didn't miss all those, right? Yeah.
2: Christian McCaffrey, leading receiver, finally finds the end zone. Um, so he hit, You know, has a decent fantasy day. Only About seventeen time. rushes, fifty-eight yards. You know, nothing special on the ground, but his receiving game will give him that high floor as a running back. Devin Funchess, the uh, second receiver behind him, four receptions, fifty-three yards. Um, it's tough with the receiving game. It's bad. It's but, bad. I, I'd like. Cam Newton as a thrower, it's just, it's it was hard to watch against this Giants team. He couldn't get anything going. Um, you know, even on the ground, mm. eight rushes for twenty nine yards. Yeah,
1: his lowest rushing game this year. Yeah. As a, as a Cam Newton owner, I never feel comfortable watching him pass the ball and watching the offense roll because I'm like, who's gonna catch this ball right now? Like, does he have anyone to throw to? Luckily, for the offense, Greg Olson is expected to return next week. Um, whether he'll re-injure, I don't know. I think he might. He probably will, but as injury, it has will a... help the offense regardless because the defense will have to watch yeah. more. will definitely uh, open up. for him.
0: The injury has a high chance to re-injure, as we saw yeah, earlier in I the season when he got injured again. But he,
1: um, he's expected to return in Week Six, but said he expects to require surgery at the end of the season. Didn't he get
0: surgery then in the last season too? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. you should but just retire. Something you just have to wait and see on. <laughs> yeah, that you, we should just
1: retire. Yeah. Oh. Okay. No. A lot, a lot of times that injury requires two surgeries. Huh?
2: Yep. So Saquon, OBJ, Christian McCaffrey starts with this game. Uh, Panthers over the Giants. Who you
0: Well, Glenn, you picked
2: the Giants. Me mm. and Susa picked Carolina. See, that was dumb by me. I thought the Giants were a better team. Hey, they
1: they have the win until so Greno. All right don't you know?
0: Yeah, Gino, dude. 63 yard. Wish up. I had him instead of fucking. Yeah, he had a dick. Ooh, I think if Mason Crosby in front of me right now, I'd fucking string. Him. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's... Mason Crosby probably beat your ass. <laughs> let's move on to. No, that salt and pepper haired fuck would get his ass beat. No, he. You would be
2: hitting the floor faster than you can say field goal. No,
1: especially if he kicks you in the nuts. He'd probably
2: miss power. with his punch. No, I don't know. I don't know. Um, moving on. Okay. The charges. Beat up on... The Raiders. 26-10. Raiders
0: dropped to 1-4. and four. They suck. Uh, they suck. Yeah, let's talk about Oakland quick. Alright, so uh, Suze's hot take from last recap on the week 4 recap was that... Not hot take, just bold prediction. His bold prediction was that Amari Cooper would have three receptions... For 27, 27. yards. Oh. That was, and That was following a great game by Cooper. That's, and that's why. Cooper said, you know what, Souza? I'll do you one better. <laughs> he said, I'll get one reception for 10 yards.
1: Yeah, Cooper. What yeah. a bum. Oh. Must be benched. This is advice. Bench Cooper if he has a great game, which will come sometimes. How do trade him. you know? you got to trade him.
2: Right? This, this, this thing, it's like every other week, you know, Cooper has a good game and then he has a bad one. So, I don't know, you take a chance, maybe start him on a week that.
1: No. No. I don't know because you either start him every week and he fucks you most of the time, or you sit him on your bench and every now and then you'll regret it. But see, you gotta get rid of that cancer. He has a good game. Trade him. I don't care if it's pennies on the dollar. You can't drop him, so you gotta trade him. I don't care who for. Get him off your team.
0: Get some surgery. Remove that tumor. Start some chemo. The Raiders scored ten points, but they shouldn't have had
2: this touchdown that caught by Jordy Nelson (laughs) because the whole left side of their offense was wasn't set. And the referees just went along with it. Still counting. Jordy Nelson catches a wide open touchdown. They were like, so I mean they if you, know you know started Jordy Nelson,
1: them. good for you, but you're a lucky asshole. I uh, my hot take was that he'd get two touchdowns. He yeah. only got one. Susan,
2: you're lucky he fucking got that.
1: Hey, Jordy Nelson.
2: Uh Marshawn Lynch, uh, first time he's had a bad game this year. Only nine rushes, thirty one yards, kinda of fits the game script. Um, Raiders just didn't have a chance from the get go of this. It was all Chargers. Um, Chargers, Phillip Rivers goes 22 for 27, 339 yards, two touchdowns. Just an excellent game from Rivers. Um, Keenan Allen, starting to look like a number one receiver you like. Eight receptions, 90 yards, doesn't find the end zone. Austin Eckler finds the end zone on one reception, 44 yards, and a touchdown. And it was just beautiful juke move from Eckler. Ends up going the distance and... Virgil Green. Virgil who? Catches a touchdown. Virgil fucking
0: Green. And Antonio Gates catches two balls, just saying. Okay. Antonio Gates literally looks like he just pounds cheeseburgers on the sideline. But he gets paid to do it.
2: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But he gets paid to do it. But he's the man. Melvin Gordon uh, continues to be great. 19 rushes. 58 yards. Uh, Nothing special, but he finds the end zone. But he does catch his four balls for 62 yards. Um, Him and Austin Eckler. Still, you know, I mean, if Eckler only obviously with that one catch for a touchdown has a good day. Um, Eckler still gets some carries there, because uh, the Chargers control the game most of the time. Chargers over the Raiders, 26-10. to 10. Who do we pick? Uh, Glenn, you picked the Raiders. Me and Susa picked the Chargers. Yeah, I thought, you know, the Raiders would be more fired up for a division game. Didn't want to fall yeah, to one Yeah, Glenn,
0: you didn't do well this week, I'll be honest. Yeah, with you. well, you know what? Still in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, next up, We got the Vikings, Mm. who visited the Eagles. Mm. And uh, I want to say, even though Kirk Cousins really didn't put up a lot of points this week, he had a very good game against the Eagles.
1: A very good football game.
0: 30 of 37, 301 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, You would have liked to see a little bit more production in the red zone. Um, They got stopped for the most part whenever they got in there. But... I mean, listen, man, I really can't hate on uh, on Kirk Cousins. I mean, he had a good completion percentage, search for 37, no picks, no turnovers. He did what he had to do to get the job done. And, yeah. Uh, and that'll happen
1: sometimes. Even though it's not a great fantasy day, he did what he needed to do. Yeah. Yep. Digs um, 10 D- receptions,
2: 91 yards, has a good game throughout. Alan, Adam Thielen catches fire in the second half, catches seven balls, 116 yards, and a beautiful touchdown in the back of the end zone. On a throw by Kirk Cousins.
1: This Uh, man's on fire.
2: Yeah. Thielen, uh, five games to start the year, has over 100 yards in each game. I
1: think that's the first time in history.
2: Really? Guy's good. He's good. Thielen is good. Diggs, Thielen, Kirk Cousins. Um, most reliable guys. You can start on the Vikings. We're going to have to see what happens when Dalvin Cook comes back. Yeah. Murray doing nothing on the ground. 11 rushes, 42 yards. Still can't really trust anybody in that backfield right nope. now. Kyle Rudolph still been a solid tight end option for you. Five receptions for 41 yards. Yep. Um, Vikings get the dub on the Eagles side. I don't know. Carson Wentz, 311 yards, gets two touchdowns. One of those touchdowns was in garbage time. Zach Ertz gets the majority <laughs> of his yards in touchdown in garbage time. Other than that, you know, Ertz is still the number one target for Carson Wentz. Nelson Aguilar didn't do much. Alshon Jeffery yeah, the two receptions. Very disappointed with Jeffery this week. But Wendell Smallwood getting some of that receiving work ends up finding the end zone. Yeah. That's tough. With Jay Ajay in there, um, you know, he only gets eight rushes for 29 yards. But I'm going to say Wendell Smallwood actually. Is the back you want to have? Is he a must add this week? I wouldn't say a must add, but if you are going to own one Eagles back, it's going to be Wendell Smallwood just because what he can do in the receiving game for the Eagles. Um,
1: yeah, Jay's just scary. Caution, caution sticker on him. So yep.
2: What's the Eagles record now? Is it two and three? Two and three. The defending Super Bowl champions are two and three.
1: That, uh, that's not good.
2: Nope they they go to two and three. The Vikings win, moving their record to two two and one.
0: Eek! In this game. You picked Philadelphia, Glenn. Yep. <laughs> Means mean, Susan picked Minnesota. I you know I
2: thought? Defending Super Bowl champs at home. Rematch of the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. The Eagles smacked the Vikings last year. Yeah, Kirk Cousins this
0: time put his dick on the table. Said, yeah. suck my balls. Yeah. Because now
2: they have a good The Eagles had a chance. Actually, Adam Thielen almost muffed that onside kick attempt at the end. And the Eagles almost had a chance to win this game. But he actually grabbed it. And the uh, Vikings held on by the skin of their teeth. So, yeah. Vikings over the
0: Eagles. Next up. On the slate, Arizona went to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. That they did. And, uh, I mean, listen, man. Interesting. Uh, we kind of had a return to form a little bit for David Johnson, but it was not in the sense of he had a lot of yards yeah, he or catches. He scored twice. That's what, honestly, I'll take it. That's all I want. I mean, I'll take it, but at the same time, it's still disheartening that he <laughs> the utilization he's there. yeah I, well, two receptions the problem well, is well, they, they don't is, they don't throw the ball to David right. Johnson
2: anymore but the thing is that's you look problem. at you look at the quarterback play 10 completions 10 to 25 for Josh Rosen 10, 10 of 25 that's like a so he has 15 40% incompletions
0: percent something
2: 15 incompletions only 10 completions and a touchdown to Christian Kirk on a deep ball so the leading receiver yeah. only had three receptions two for Larry Fitzgerald Two for David Johnson. I mean, it, it's just it's gonna be bad quarterback play in the receiving. But it just does,
0: it doesn't make any sense. I feel like David Johnson should be like their safety valve. I, but yeah. like I'm
2: saying, I, like he only threw twenty five times. They don't even they, even they don't even
0: him. use him in a lot of the plays. They use him for run blocking, or he'll just sit in the backfield. And it's like David Johnson's one of the best running backs in the league, yeah. and you're not, you're literally just letting him rot in the backfield. But I mean, yeah, like I said, in a
2: game where the quarterback only completes the ball ten times. You can't fault a guy like David Johnson. Well, no, well, I'm not. I'm not, no, I'm not I'm not
0: faulting David Johnson at all. I'm faulting the coaching yeah. uh, and like the offensive coordinator. They need I to mean, design. They need to design plays around yeah. David Johnson. You don't mean, don't design plays for Josh Rosen. Just say literally, just say David Johnson's disgusting. Throw a check down. He'll make people yeah. miss. Yep. Guaranteed, he can probably get like five yards every time he catches the ball. Nope, I but mean he,
2: he rushes the ball 18 times. For fifty-five yards, it's not too special, but he does find the end zone twice. It's just frustrating,
1: man. He's, you know, he, it's been frustrating. But Johnson's actually been having an okay yeah. year. I mean, he's been he's, he's been, been doing okay,
0: well.
2: but he's not
1: what you drive.
0: That's the thing. If, you, if, you, if they early, had a quarterback, yeah. you can tell that he would be nasty because he still he still gets like decent yards per carry. I mean, it's just the fact that they don't have anything on that team. Like their their yeah. offense is just so bad.
1: Yeah, Fitz not doing much this year because
0: quarterback. You know, defense though. Their defense yeah, is good. The defense help, the got help, the win. The if I, I was win. people on that, if I was on that defense, I'd be pissed. He like, dude. All right, better quarterback play this week. Josh Rosen or C.J. Beathard. Oh man, listen. C.J.
2: Beathard goes thirty-four of fifty-four, three hundred forty-nine yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. I believe he fumbled a couple times too. Um, Matt Breida gets injured <clears throat> in this game, but he has eight rushes for fifty-six yards, catches a receiving touchdown. Um, for five yards. But after Breed goes out, Morris gets the carries. 18 rushes, 61 yards. George yeah. Kittle, leading receiver, five receptions, 83 yards. No Marquise Goodwin in the lineup today. He was out. Good job, Kittle. Um. Taylor. Trent Taylor. Trent Taylor. Seven receptions, 61 yards, a touchdown. Something to keep an eye on. Yeah,
1: definitely keep an eye if on If Marquise
2: that. Goodwin continues to miss time. Uh, Trent Taylor. You know, other guys like Pierre Garçon... You know, could emerge in this offense under C.J. Beathard. See, I don't care who you have. C.J. Beathard's throwing the ball fifty-four times, somebody's going to catch some passes.
0: Yeah. but see, they—I feel like they have it the right way in in Forty uh, ers offense. You know, Kyle Shanahan's a former ofen- uh, offensive, offensive, <laughs> former offensive coordinator. Yeah, uh, I think he like he knows how to game plan. Obviously, C.J. Beathard not a good quarterback, but that's why Matt Breida benefits from him being the quarterback. He catches a touchdown pass uh i mean rushes the ball eight times for 56 yards that's seven yards a carry yeah i mean i whatever whatever it is dude like because i i feel like you can look at their offenses they're kind of similar in the sense that like the cardinals don't have a quarterback the 49ers don't have a quarterback the 49ers don't really have a lot of receivers the cardinals don't really have a lot of receivers they have fits and then the 49ers have goodwin and then the Cardinals have a decent tight end in Ricky Seals-Jones, and the 49ers have a decent tight end in George Kittle. And George Kittle's a good tight end. Okay, all right, good. good. But you know what I mean. I feel like their offenses are similar uh, a I lot think the actual advantage goes to the Cardinals because uh, they have David Johnson. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. And then Matt Breida is better, doing, having a better fantasy season than David Johnson is. And obviously David Johnson's a better player, but the, I feel like... Kyle Shanahan just knows that he has to play to his strengths. You you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I, also,
2: yeah. to add to that, I think 49ers have a better O-line as well than the Cardinals. So that could relate to the success of Matt Breida. Very true.
0: And Bethford has more experience.
1: You got to yeah. throw that yeah, in there, Josh Rosie.
2: Yeah, Josh Rosey. Yeah, Beathard played most of the year last year um, with but, Kyle Shanahan, so they know. But it wasn't enough It wasn't enough this wasn't week because um, Cardinals D
1: took over. They ended up winning 28-18. <clears throat> yeah, defense with a, with a score that that game.
0: So, surprisingly, we all picked the Cardinals to get Mm. their first dub this week, which they did. Good job, guys. So, we were all the money, boys. Nice. Next up, the Rams traveled to Seattle. And, uh, once again, I don't know, like, this game was just not fun to watch. This game? I don't think it was. Uh, I thought it was fun. Uh, I don't know, man. Anytime the Rams are playing, it's fun. I like watching the Rams, (laughs) but, like... Seattle's offense at this point is just like such a train wreck. Not this week. I think yeah. you just don't like watching the Seahawks. I don't like watching the Seahawks, you right.
2: Not this week. I don't either. A Russell Wilson only throws 21 times, goes 13-21, 198 yards, but three touchdowns. Woof. Okay. Chris Carson runs the ball 19 times for 116 yards. Mike Davis runs the ball 12 times for 68 yards and a touchdown. Tyler Lockett catches a deep ball pass for a touchdown. Three receptions, 98 yards. Nick Vanette. Gets three balls for 43 yards. And then more. I don't even know his first name. More. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. Give breath. me some more. He gets three <laughs> receptions, 38 yards, two touchdowns. And the Seahawks almost steal this one at home against the Rams. Yeah. Because the Rams' defense could not do anything to slow down this run game, which opened up deep balls for Tyler Lockett yeah. and more. And, and it was, it was scary. Let it, me
0: question. Oh. Are you guys worried about the Rams defense?
2: No, I just think they underestimated Seattle and their offense.
0: Division game, anything? In that. division
2: game, yeah. I, I like I, the Rams defense is good. But you know, this it is the second good. week in a row. Yeah, they faced Kirk Cousins and an amazing, probably the third best offense in the league last week. All right,
0: just saying something to keep an eye on.
2: Yeah, I mean, no, I I think the Rams, especially were,
0: they got they got gashed in the run game. They did. Which, uh, I mean, it's very surprising because they may have. Maybe yeah. the best D line in the entire NFL. They did.
2: But I, I think the Rams will figure it out. Um, honestly, I just think this was a case of underestimating Seattle.
1: Question. So it was a trap game? No, because no. they won it. <laughs> Question. Do you guys have more faith in Russell Wilson?
2: Yes.
0: Really? Yeah, I think I, I have a little bit more faith in him. He's gotten Doug Baldwin yeah. back. I think Italy well, it is. who went one for one this week? No, listen. No. It at least opens up the field a little bit more for someone like Tyler Lockett. Even if Baldwin's just a decoy, it's something that the defense has to at least address.
2: See, I'm going I'm to kind of go with you, Mason, but it's not because of Doug Baldwin. It's because of the running game. If these Actually, guys if these guys can run Carson and Davis for almost 200 yards a game, Russell Wilson, the, the load is off his shoulders, which opens up more for him, with, like we saw. Deep passes to Tyler Lockett and more. I mean, he only throws the ball 21 times, and they were in this... You know, they had the lead
0: in the fourth quarter. I was say, after Marshawn Lynch left, they have not had a running game since then. You can argue that Russell Wilson has not been... Not even when they had
1: Kristen Michael?
0: Not that... No. Shut up. Not, not that... No. When I say Russell Wilson hasn't been as good, I mean, obviously he's a phenomenal quarterback. But you know what I mean. Like, when he, they had an established running game, he was fantastic. Like, there was, like, barely any flaw in his game. Like, yeah. he was that good. But, I mean, now... It's just hard for him there because everything's on the shoulders of him. He doesn't have a running back that he can rely on. The offensive line is a sieve. I mean. But it'll be be something to watch. I mean, you know,
2: don't quit on Russell Wilson just yet because, like I said, if this running game can open up things like that, it's going to be paid dividends. Russell Wilson finds the end zone three times. Granted, he only throws the ball, only has 13 completions for 198 yards, but still, if he gets the TDs, he gets the TDs. Yeah, baby, big TE guy. I, I think the biggest thing for Russell Wilson too, not running the ball like he used to. Yeah, he, he does he has yeah. no, no rushing yep. attempts, no rushing yards, and I think that takes away from a fantasy spot, like standpoint of his game.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I'm it's on. weird. It's weird how they got how they've gone away from that too, because he hasn't. You know, I mean, like I feel like. A lot of players are like cautious if they get like an injury. Like we kind of saw it with Deshaun Watson, he came back. And he was very tentative. Not last night. Not not like we'll get we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, I mean, but as the weeks have gone on, you know, he's gained confidence back. He looks good again. Mm. Like he looks like he did last year. Looks similar. Um, so, but I mean, like Russell Wilson injured his ankle last year, right? Uh, ankle, hamstring. I know he's dealt with that in the past too. I say ever since and he, his knee. Ever since he like injured himself last year, he hasn't really been scrambling as much. Um, so I don't know if there's something still lingering from that or or what. If there is, they ain't telling us because, you know, we'd get word on it. But I mean, it could be like one of those things where, like, it's just like a hammy that, like, you know, like always will kind of bother him a little bit. So yeah. maybe he doesn't take but I'm just saying both.
2: just the fact that, you know, he hasn't even been, you know, attempting to run the ball like he used to was uh, taking a big part away from his fantasy game. No, absolutely. On the Rams side of the ball, um, Jared Goff, 321 yards, throws two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, only one touchdown, but when you got Todd Gurley who can run it in from anywhere, Todd Gurley getting three touchdowns. <sighs> I think this is his fifth career game with three more touchdowns, um, rushing the ball. Only 77 yards, but Todd Gurley is Todd Gurley.
0: Robert Woods with two seen. rushes for 53 yards.
2: Yeah, and Robert Woods catches the ball five times, 92 yards, in the absence of Cooper Cup, who does get in the end zone. I mean, the absence of Brandon Cooks. Oh, Cooper Cook got knocked out, too. Oh, that's right. He did. I forgot. So, Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks get knocked out of the game, but not before Cooper Cook catches six receptions for 90 yards and a touchdown. Um,
0: I want to say quick, quick RIP Brandon Cooks, who went full T-Rex arms yesterday when he got concussed. Yeah, that's
1: not good, especially because he didn't even give you anything. Um, Keep a close eye on that because he's good on this offense. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I mean. And, And the thing is, like, Uh, Panacho asked me yesterday, like, you know, this is good with, you know, uh, Cooper Cup out and Cooks out for Robert Woods, which I'm a Robert Woods owner. It's actually not good because with Cooper Cup out there and Brandon Cooks, I mean, although they they get get more target shares and stuff, but now, you know, people can focus on Robert Woods and it'll open things up for other guys. I agree. Um, So Robert Woods does benefit from this game, you know, has a great day receiving-wise and rushing-wise, getting two rushes for 53 yards. And the Rams hold on in a uh, very tough game in Seattle, 33-31. Who do you pick? We'll pick the Rams. I'll pick the Rams. All right. Ram- hey. Side note, Rams and Chiefs, the only two undefeated teams remaining.
1: Good team. Who's going to lose first? Are they going to go to the Super Bowl? Hmm. Hmm. I'm excited for the Pats and Chiefs this week. Because yeah. that is going to be a playoff game that we'll, Mason will think the Pats will lose.
0: Yeah. Well, We'll get to that when we predict <laughs> next week, Sousa. God damn it. I'm talking about the Playoffs. Playoffs? Oh. Playoffs. Playoffs. All right, last game uh, for us to recap on this podcast: Dallas visited the Texans. Battle of Texas.
2: Very yeah. Uh, the Battle of the Big Star. Very disappointing. Or the Lone Star. Oops. Eh, whatever. I mean, it's a big Lone Star. Whatever. Very disappointing um, loss for the Cowboys. I mean this this game was very too hard fought. Defenses came out to play. Um, both offenses couldn't really get much rolling. Oh, um, you guys missed it. Missed what?
0: The fucking, my watch did the Doctor Strange portal oh. thing. Oh. It looks cool. Apple Watch talk. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. I this was football podcast. I'm um, sorry, my bad. Okay.
2: Yeah, uh, Texans win this one in overtime on an amazing play from DeAndre Hopkins, which is why he's one of the best receivers in the league. Uh just can be a game breaker. But on the Cowboys' side of the ball, Zeke Elliott actually gets bottled up. 20 rushes, only 54 yeah. yards. Uh, catches seven balls, though, Susan. Love to see it. for th- Only 30 yards, but he doesn't find the end zone. Only guy who finds the end zone is Alan Hearns on a nice play-action pass in the end zone. Dak Prescott throws one touchdown, has two interceptions that get
1: deflected, tipped in the air. That's, the probably, worst. that's probably what did it. I mean, because they have, they like we were talking about, they're getting Zeke even more involved. They're moving the ball too costly, just fluke interceptions, and they only lost by three, so I think
0: yeah, Cowboys are, would have had that. Those are backbreaking.
2: breaking yeah. Um. On the Texans' side of the ball, baller offense, Deshaun Watson continues to do good things with his arm, good things with his legs. Those for 375 yards, only one mm-hmm. touchdown, has an interception late in the game. Uh, Cowboys can't, you know, do anything with the little amount of time that he had left, but they tried. Look uh, at you, Alfred Blue. Alfred Blue in Lamar Miller's absence, although he was active, didn't play, 20 rushes. Forty-six yards. Man, but, eight balls. Yeah, that's eight the, receptions that's the for seventy-three. Part. Seventy-three. Very involved. DeAndre Hopkins goes for nine receptions, one hundred and fifty-one yards, and leads them to a uh, big catch and run, two spin cycles, putting them in field goal range and overtime. <laughs> that was a crazy play. Um, Will
1: Fuller. <laughs> what the hell? Shut down. <laughs> yeah, Will Fuller. Expected good game. He's in the game the whole time. Didn't get hurt, but nothing. Two for fifteen. How about uh how about this little cutie? Kiki, Cootie. Cutie. Six for fifty one on a score.
2: Somebody watch. Somebody pick up this week. No. No. Yeah. No. Yep. No? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm.
1: You say absolutely, Mason says no. I mean he played better than Fuller and I just think Fuller is just bound to miss games at some point this year. Just and bound to miss games. And when full, if Fuller's not playing, God, I would, if Fuller's not playing, I'm starting Cootie with the same confidence I would with Fuller. But if Fuller um, is
2: playing, are you starting with the same confidence?
1: If Fuller is playing? Yeah. Um, Flex, if you're desperate, with bye weeks. I probably wouldn't go ahead and start him every week right now, but he's been getting the targets, and he even scored.
2: Emerging wide receiver maybe for Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One constant remains, DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best in the league. He's yeah. it's it's not d-
1: the best. It's Pretty close. Yeah.
2: yeah. Interesting Actually, to see what's going to happen his hands. When, when Lamar Miller comes back next yeah, week. Yeah, that's,
1: that's the thing to think about. I mean, with a performance... I mean, Blue's rushing yards per carry wasn't the greatest, but he helped them get first downs and made plays that I don't think Lamar Miller could have. Um, if you're a Lamar Miller owner, you got to worry about Blue and the return of Deontay Foreman, who will be back in a couple weeks. I don't think... Lamar Miller is going to be the lead back by the end of the year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel oh. like anyone who listens to this knows our opinions on Lamar Miller by Wait, now. you said Lamar Miller is not going to be the lead back by I the end of the year? I don't think he's going to be
1: the lead back by the end of the year. Wow. Unless that's a, there's like that's injury a stuff. But you should have saved
0: that for Thursday.
1: That's a year long. Or
0: long whenever we record the next podcast. Can we just
2: talk about how um, Sean Watson, if he keeps running, oh my God. the way, like the fearlessness that he you know does when he scrambles the ball like he did last night. You're going to get killed. I love it. so he ballsy, tried, man. but at the same the Cowboys, time, it is
0: scary. Jalen Smith
2: fucked him up twice, and he got hit another time yeah. where he gets hit hard. I he tried have. to get the hands on the Phillies And the thing the was, time. if the Texans lose this game, they obviously win it overtime on a field goal. But if they lose this game to Dallas, I think people would go back and talk about, at the end of the first half, they had fourth and goal, and they decided to go for it. In that play where Watson scrambled, yeah. didn't get it. Instead of kicking the field goal, would have put him up by a touchdown. Dallas comes back, takes the lead with the touchdown in the second half. I mean, Texans still win. Yeah, but if they didn't, that's something to look back on. Um, play calling from Bill O'Brien, you know, obviously trust his offense. But like I've been saying, this Cowboys defense is good. At least the front seven. Um, you know, they gave Watson a hard time last night, mm. and the Texans defense finally stepped it up too. Uh, kind of what we expected, you know, from this front line of merciless Watt Clowney. He's about they, damn um, time. Yeah, they got they put pressure on Prescott, and they bottled up Zeke for the most part. Um, Texas won this one on Sunday night
0: in the Battle of Texas. We'll be picked. Uh, you and me pick Dallas. Glenn Souza picked the Texans. He gets the win. Damn, that's Souza. The last game on the slate for this week is Washington at New Orleans, but that's later on tonight. We'll recap that briefly on Thursday mm. or whenever our next fucking preview comes. Let's go out. Go,
2: Adrian Peterson! I
0: need fifty points. Fifty points. Fifty points, dude. 50 points from AP. He, he needs
2: to break
1: his own single-game rushing record. It can happen. Well, 50 more points than Mark Ingram.
2: Yeah, but Mark Ingram sucks.
1: Make it can happen. Okay, you heard it here. Mark Ingram sucks.
2: No, I mean, I I think the expectations are high for Mark Ingram in his first game back. I honestly don't think in his first game back against the Redskins on Monday night, he's going to return to what he was last year. I mean, he might be that, you know, once mid season comes and later on in the year when they do that. But the way Kamara's been playing... um it's hard. I mean, obviously Ingram will be out there for carries and stuff like that. We'll just have to see if he gets it on the goal line or not.
1: The biggest concern is that he had PEDs last year. Was that a reason for his good performance? No,
0: because everyone's on PEDs. Yeah, that's true. It's well, just a matter of who gets caught. Yeah, <laughs> well, they just well, pop a few guys every year to say, He's probably back look, on him. He's probably back you on him think right he'd do that? Oh, yeah. yeah. They just pop a few guys every year to say, Hey, look, we're cracking on PEDs. Yeah. Wow, you guys have no faith in No, everybody... Susa, if, if you were getting... not the NFL. Yeah, those dudes are getting, like, thrashed around and shit on
1: They're a constant freaks. basis.
0: It doesn't matter, dude. If you, Especially for wider wide receivers or or running backs, like Julian Edelman or even someone like Austin Eckler or something. If that happens, I mean, like, y- they need them in order to keep their bodies, like, going. You know what I mean? But I'll give you painkillers. That's that's a little different. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. They need the advantage. Okay. Okay. I'm telling you. You're telling us? I'm telling you. You're Donus. All right. Donus. I'm telling you. You're dumb. Well, that was the recap. That wraps up the week recap. I. Oh, God. Oh my God. Well,
1: Wait it's not it. it's not over yet.
0: It's not over yet.
1: No, it's, it's basically over. over for us. People listening, to this, it's over. Yeah. But um,
2: that's the week five recap. We are going to get you. To our week five <gasps> stellar stars of the week, brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job that your man started. Got him. Got him. Got him. Uh, I'm gonna start off.
1: Okay. Do it. My
2: stellar star of the week is none other mm. than Jim Conner.
1: Jim Conner. Jimathan Conner. Jim Conner. Jim Bob Cooter of the
2: Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Pitts Bob. Pitts Bob. Sponge Bob. Pitts Bob <laughs> Squarepants goes for 21 attempts. 110 on the ground, two TDs. And then, of course, catches four receptions, 75 yards. And then our league of half-point PPR gets 32.5 fantasy points, his best performance of the year. Once this Le'Veon and Bell news broke, time to, time to crank it up on the for James Conner. And Pittsburgh going to have a tough decision to make. If Le'Veon Bell does return to this team and James Conner continues to perform like this, or like how he did in week one, how do you sit him?
1: It could be uh, a Tampa Bay situation where if Connor just has a bad game upon Bell's return, I think they're just going to put Bell in. I mean, Bell missing out on all the money he did is enough of a punishment. See, I think they're going to say nope. Bell, here's get the, out. Here's the thing, though. Nope. From, I mean, a, no. from a
0: from a team standpoint, though, look at what happened to Bell at the beginning of last year uh, when he sat out training camp. He came back. Uh, he, he was there week one, right? He was yeah. there the whole season. Okay, so he was there the whole season. But if you remember, he started off pretty slow. He didn't because he didn't have any. He wasn't conditioned. You First know couple what I mean? games were a little So, long. I mean, eh, you're gonna have to kind of watch it, play it by year. I think a little bit. If uh, I'm the Steelers, the thing is, <laughs> the Steelers, the games that
2: they've lost this year, they're not losing because of James Conner. Yeah, exactly. That that'd be the thing. It'd be different, you know, if if they were. They lost a couple of these games just because of Big Ben. Um, you know,
1: underperforming. I mean, we saw Connor underperform last couple weeks. Like, we th- he was on a big decline.
2: Yeah, but they, they still won against Tampa Bay. Last week, nobody could do anything against Baltimore. Uh, you can't put it all on James Connor. If Le'Veon Bell's in no. that game last week against Baltimore, they don't win that I mean,
1: how game. often do you blame the running back for losing a That's game? That's
2: the anyway? thing. And, and the thing is, if James Connor continues to put up this production, how can you sit him?
0: See, as long as he's producing and he's not fumbling the ball... Yeah. I don't see a reason why you can bench him. I right? well, think you just keep going with the hot hand. Yeah. That
1: was my whole thing was if Connor, if Bell's back and Connor puts a shit game like Fitzpatrick did when Winston was eligible, I think they're just going to put Bell out. Plus,
0: there. see, I think if you're the Steelers, you would want to think about trading Bell because I feel like there's no reason that he's going to resign there this offseason after everything he said he wants happening. to be a Steeler. That's, that's crazy. They have the offer out there, but no one's going to want to pay that. Because he wants Todd Gurley money, and I think, I think there are teams that are willing to pay him that.
2: I mean, the Steelers should. He deserves Tiger.
0: Overall. I think he does, too. But if you're the Steelers and you don't want to pay him that, he's not going to re-sign with you, so you might as well trade him and get what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. So No one's, getting, no one's offering, though.
1: They want a second-round pick and a good player. And especially, that team also has to pay Bell. Especially yeah. if,
0: if James Conner keeps producing the way that he's producing. Yeah. you got to say, look, look, I mean. But also, you have to take into consideration, too. Is James Conner producing at this clip because he knows that Bell's coming back? You know what I mean? a la Tom Brady started being Tom Brady again when Jimmy G got drafted because he knew the next guy was knocking on the door. You know what I mean? I mean,
2: there's still plenty of time left in the season. We're just going to see what happens. They go to Cincinnati next week. If James Conner has another good game and then Bell wants to come back in that week seven bye at home against Cleveland, it's going to be interesting. I think, you know, yep. right now you got to roll with James Conner. I agree. Uh, so yeah, he's my stellar star of the week. Mason?
0: I'm going to go with the crow. Oh, crow. crow. Do it. <laughs> 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 I'm going with the Crow because uh I mean I got I just gotta give credit where credit's due. I mean, uh we all said that Crowell's not that good. So I mean this is I think this is more of a case of a blind squirrel finding a nut. But uh I mean what, what can you say, dude? Fifteen rushes and two hundred and nineteen yards is like it's like twelve yards a carry. <laughs> and a touchdown. Yep. Uh, and he even caught. you even had one reception for 12 yards. So I mean, he finished finished in our league with 29.6 fantasy points. I mean, I think the yeah kind of the the day kind of speaks for itself there. It's a the crow.
1: It's a complete hit or miss with them. Ah. If he hits, it's, ah. it's a home run a lot with the crow. Um, I mean, he has five touchdowns <laughs> through five weeks. That sounds pretty good. He's like he's like it's John Carlo
0: Stan when he actually hits the ball. It's a moonshot, but he never does. Mm,
1: not backwards. Right now Stan sucks. <laughs> right, right now Crowell has better more good games than bad games. Wait, are you saying Isaiah Crowell greater
0: than Giancarlo Stan? Yeah. What what
1: the the saying? I agree with that. Yeah, I do. That's a weird Fuck the uh, Yankees. comparison. <laughs> Fuck the Yankees. Ked? Alright, uh, so go. The, the Crows got Indy at home next week, so that'll be interesting. But yeah. if the trends continue, it will be a bad game. Alright, ago go.
2: Indy's run defenses, uh is overlooked.
1: Alright, she's a go. Alright, Mason, damn. <laughs> <sighs> My Stellar Star. We're sticking with the same team in New York. What? It's Robbie Anderson. Ooh. Robbie Anderson was Beyond Stellar. Mm. So he, wh- what was he then? Yeah. He's Beyond Stellar. We haven't reached Beyond Stellar, so all you can
0: say is Beyond so he's Stellar. He's in like he's in like the ether somewhere. Just tea floating, floating. posing. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> Robbie Anderson,
1: crazy game. He's a deep ball guy, and he got two deep balls. He had a 76-yard touchdown That's and good. a 35-yard touchdown. That's good. Only three receptions. That's not but, good. Hmm, 123 yards, two TDs. This is what um, Josh McCown did for Robbie Anderson. Mm. He made Anderson great by giving him those deep balls. Mm. Will Sam Donald continue to throw deep to Anderson? Yeah. To be continued.
2: Yeah, thinking emotions, but that
1: is the only way Anderson can keep this up. But he did do it this week, and that's why he's my stellar star. As the season goes on, I think
2: Robbie Anderson and Sam Donald find a better connection. So
0: basically, what happened last year with Josh McCown and Robbie Anderson?
2: Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna say that because Sam Donald, you know, is under experience. Josh McCown has been in the league for well. I'm just saying, 50 like, years. I'm
0: just yeah, saying, 50 like. Years. Robbie Anderson wasn't a part of their offense, essentially. it's kind yeah, of like this no, year. Yeah, yeah, and then as, as, as the year went on, yeah. he was he was like a wide receiver two by the end of last year. Yeah, if, if Sam Donald could
2: find his confidence, um, you know, take more shots down the field to Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson could return to that flex play, to that wide receiver two towards the end of the season. We're just going to have to wait and see. Wait yep. and see. That was our Seller Stars of the Week. That's Brought it. to you by... Oh, yeah. Brought to you by uh, Ready to Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job your man started.
0: That's my impression of a vibrator. We should not. That's a have sorry that. impression. <laughs> well, Why? I don't own a vibrator. Don't so. do that again, Mom. Please. Does what the fuck, dude?
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. And she's you know she represents the podcast. She, she got... How how's my mom represent the podcast? She has one of our sponsors, oh
1: and she has the facility that we that we record in. That's yeah. very true, but
0: uh, if you. Never mind. I don't even want it. Yeah, disgusting. Just, like, exit that combo. What the <laughs> fuck, man? What? You gotta be kidding me, dude. All right, is that it?
1: You got anything else to add? Uh, I don't. No? Oh, plugs.
2: Plugs? We always forget to do this. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Huh. At StellarSeller2. That is the number two. Uh, you'll see uh, weekly exposures. Of uh, Mason's mom. No, I'm just kidding. No, oh, come um, on! Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Something we'll
0: say on the podcast. How am I ever supposed to show my mom this? Be like, Mom, this is something that I do with my friends, and I'm proud of. <laughs> Are you proud of it though? Put it on the front. I don't know. Pro- not really. Yeah, we're not proud. Of it. <laughs> um,
2: no. But weekly tweets, uh Instagram is at Stellar Seller Pod. That's like podcast without the cast. Still like tomato, oh, yeah. but without
0: the
1: tub. Now I get it. Yeah.
2: See, you know, a lot of people don't get it. So people yeah. ask me, they say, They're like pod. Why is it still, still a pod? Like a pea
1: pod? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like, like tide pods,
0: tide pods, not tide like pods, like aquapods, like the Poland spring drink, or the That's Phantom World? Menace reference you had last week. The what? The pod. What? Yeah, you made so, a horrible Star Wars time spring to get, to the get in the
1: pod or something. The pod racing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is pod racing. That was forgettable. <laughs> Why'd you bring that back up? <laughs> we were talking about all the pods references that we could think of. Yeah,
0: but uh, that's the plug. Any yep. more plug? Uh, follow me at M underscore Boyd77 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Fire picks. Fire picks. Fire tweets. Fire picks every like four months. Mm. Every four <laughs> months. Tops. Mm. Or minimum, I should say.
1: Uh, I'm at underscore 120. A lot of cat videos. On what? Instagram? Uh, both Twitter Instagram. Is an underscore on Instagram? Yeah. I don't know, honestly. I really don't know. You need to post more Instagram uh, photos.
0: Yeah, can you do that? Uh, can, you what, just po- can you just post like, a selfie and put the caption, uh, feeling cute, might delete later? Yeah, just like. Might delete later. Just like, you know, like,
2: <laughs> go in your bathroom at like 2 a.m. and just like take your shirt off, take a picture of the Go makeup. like this.
0: Yeah. Be like, flex your protect chest. your women, I'm about to steal your girl. Yeah, flex your chest what a little the bit.
2: Fuck? Maybe you could do a video, you know, like a little peck pop. You can do that. Ooh, to so a song. And the guy goes, yeah.
0: five bars, 5 seconds. What was he saying? What? You ever seen that video? No. Nah. Oh my god, I got to show you that after this. Okay. All right. Uh Yeah. Bye-bye. Oh, that's it. I think so. I think that's it. All right. That's it. Bye-bye. When when are we gonna see you later?
2: Uh Thursday? I guess or whenever the week whenever the, re- whenever we the recap to record is. Again. Yeah. Thursday. We don't have a set so schedule. Probably here on Friday. Right? I guess so. All right. All right. Bye everybody. So, um
0: uh, We'll see bye, your buddy. ass next time. Bye-bye. Guys, let's get the fuck out of here.